everybody. Hello. We're back. It's Tara and Tacos. I'm Christy. I'm Michael. And we're back again. I feel like we're back for real, though, we're this time. We're back for real this time. Guess who else is back? My ginormous cat, DC Jones. DC Jones is up in the podcast he today, y'all. He just kind of like jumped on the <laughs> table and plopped on it. And we're like, all right, we I gotta, guess you're going to be in the podcast, we gotta get a too. Photo. He's going to yeah. weigh in. He's as angry about things as we are, yeah, apparently. Yeah, I think he is. Certain tropes. Yeah. So, um, um, hey, you just got back from Iceland. I did. I got. So, how was it? It was. Ah, uh, it was absolutely incredible. It was. Uh, I mean, it really was. It was awesome. I think in the old sense of the word, I've I've never seen anything like it. And uh, my wife Aspen kept saying, "This is look at what happens when you leave things untouched." And yeah. That there was. Just the most beautiful, stunning, amazing scenery and not like 14 resort hotels built around it. It was, right. it was really special. So I had, wow. a, had a great time. Uh, you watched old Dante Flores graduate. I did. I do have a question for you about oh, okay. Iceland though. So like, I think the thing that everybody wants to know is, did you find any trolls? I am. <laughs> Or elves. I am pretty sure um, I saw trolls. There's actually this amazing um, place on this black sand beach that has these two giant like rock structures in the in the ocean. Oh uh, yeah, right off the yeah. beach. And they say that those are two dead trolls. Oh wow! That those are the remains of two dead trolls. Another amazing thing that I didn't I knew about, but then seeing it, uh-huh. um, there are places that they have what they call fairy houses. And there are these little houses that you either would put in your yard or like. Oh yeah, we no, w- yeah. There are parts in of, of in England that do the same. Do the same and thing. like we went to a hot spring, and they had fairy houses all around. Oh, that's I just, so it was cool. so cool. Um, it is really interesting, uh, and maybe we could get into this at some point if we do like an Icelandic or another Nordic movie, like we did before. The like push and pull. Between Christianity and then their mythology is yeah. is strong because it's a hugely Lutheran um, country. Yeah, Iceland. Uh-huh. So you have Lutheran churches everywhere, even in the littlest villages next to this sort of like ancient mythology. It's it's which I guess happens everywhere because right. you know. Yeah, there's that one picture you posted of that beautiful cathedral in Reykjavik, and it looks. It doesn't look like anything I've ever seen no. before. It just looks like a future church, yes, or something. Yeah, and wow. it's it was beautiful. It is, and that's the and it's crazy because then out right out in front of that, which is the Lutheran church there, and it's beautiful inside and out. Is a statue of Leif Erikson. Oh. And so it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, it's That's such a so weird cool. combo. That's so cool. Um, but it was great. And I'm glad to be back. And, and now Good. I um, feel like we can get back on a real regular schedule. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and, yeah. yeah, shout get, out to Dante. I was in Boston. My family went to Boston to watch uh, our uh, youngest um, graduate from the college. Uh, of Emerson and it was great we had some great Italian food in awesome. the North End and then we had oddly we had some really good Mexican you food you said that that's in Boston that's fantastic I didn't believe it I, you but you you yeah I didn't believe it my son was like I want to take you to this place down the street from my apartment called Angela's and I said 
Sounds Italian. Yeah, I'm have, all for it. I have like seven cousins named Angela. Right. And he said, no, it's Mexican. And I said, I did not come to Boston <laughs> to eat Mexican <laughs> right. food. And he said, no, mom, uh, they have the best guacamole I've ever had in my life. That's... And I was like, that's bold. So we went and... Um, the guacamole was indeed really delicious. good. Oh, super good. I That's... mean, I thought, oh shit, this, this he was not lying. And uh, the food was delicious. It was really, really good. Are you good. telling me that Mexicans are everywhere, Christine? They're everywhere. Oh my God. Even in Boston. In Boston. I will say yeah. this they might not be in Iceland um, because that was the one. No like, tacos. No. And they, even in Reykjavik, which is, you know, like the capital and a uh-huh. fairly large Cosmopolitan city. Cosmopolitan city. Yeah. yeah. That was the one. Like, there was no. There were no real taco places. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you my Bjork story. I mean, it's not my Bjork story. It's my sister-in-law's. Uh, shout out to Kim Swenson. What up, um, Kim? Who used to be... She she used to uh, production assistant on films and stuff like that. She's a director and a, product, a PA. And uh, she was shooting something. I don't know. This was years ago. And Bjork was on it. That's fucking awesome. And the craft services was tacos. The build your own taco. Sure. And uh, she s- clocked Bjork <laughs> by the craft table who looked super, super, super confused. And she walked over there and said, is there anything I can help you with? And Bjork was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. Uh, how do you make this food? Um, and so my sister-in-law had to teach her how to make a taco. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I believe you. They don't have. Yeah, they don't. Um, I did find out there's a city called Bjork, a town and Uh and a liquor called Bjork. And I guess it just means like Birchwood or Birch or something like that. That seems appropriate. Uh, Yeah. Um, But we're back and we had tacos here. We did. We went to this place called Taco Joint, which apparently is a place. Yeah, I I had not been been there. I think it's kind of like I think it's the Panberger Partner. Of the torchies. Yes. Yeah. It's got... <laughs> We're back to Vanver. Yeah, we are. We're back. Yeah, it's like... It is, right? Yeah. Because it has like... Tacos that are have hit names and yeah, then just some and normal... Yeah, it's all on the chalkboard. Uh-huh. And, you know... It was fine. It, it was, was fine. It was to me like... Um, you know, I had a fajita... Uh, yeah, it was like, hey, you got to grab some lunch. It was fast as shit. It was fast. So I think like it's a good like if you and, need. And you just had fajitas on a flour tortilla. tortilla. Yeah, I had brisket on a corn. How tortilla. was the brisket? It was, you know, I I like brisket. If if it's a brisket taco, I don't want the brisket to be sweet. Uh, okay. You know, and it was, and it was. Okay. It had it had some kind of marinade on it that made it sweet, and it tasted more like. Barbecue brisket. Okay. Instead of brisket, brisket for, tacos. for tacos. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. But uh, the tortillas were soft. Corn tortillas were yeah. really good. The chips and queso was great. Yeah. It, it was, was good. It was very much like Nice this, atmosphere. If you're working over there and mm-hmm. and this was in Lakewood, but it's just yeah. like. I think there's three in Dallas and this one is uh, in, on Mockingbird uh, over by the, where the, well, it's on Mockingbird. Mockingbird neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it was quick. Jump in, grab some lunch, taco joint. Yeah. Um, hey, I have a question for you. All right. So, do you think, I think I've asked you this question before, do you think that a lot of money, or I don't know, a, a certain amount of money, uh, equals good storytelling? <laughs> I do not, Christy. I thought we would agree about this. I... It is, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, so we picked two movies. Yeah, we were like, let's just get some movies on the Netflix. Uh huh. You know, and we chose two movies completely random of each other, uh, which oddly kind of man have are really yeah, similar. It's in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Um. So we chose Malicious mm-hmm, from 2018. Yeah, and not Malevolent. Malevolent's Mal- really good. Yeah, Malicious, Malicious 2018. 2018. And we chose Don't Knock, Knock Twice. Twice, which is a 2016 movie. Right. Um, neither are big budget, but neither are super low, low budget. budget. They're right. sort of in that in-between place. Right. And it both are examples of, I think... That you might have money to do some things, but without a solid story, who fucking cares? Right. Or without, to me, it always comes back to like, oh, clearly these people know how to make a film. Sure. Clearly they do. Absolutely. It looks beautiful right. and all that stuff. But th- there, there's not an understanding of, of how horror storytelling works. Yeah. Uh, Some I don't know. Basic like things. I don't know if that's fair, but it just no. Seems, I think it's fair. Yeah, it's like, oh look, let's get all the right people to do to make a movie yeah. because they know how to make a movie. Yeah, and we can get all the cool shots, and we can get all the cool shots, but but without it, understanding what makes a good horror movie. Yeah, so it, it turns out, don't knock twice and malicious. It's funny because we 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 missed Mother's Day because right. we were both out of town. It's right. like this could have definitely been a Mother's Day right. episode. So this is our late Mother's Happy Day. Happy belated episode. Mother's Day, yeah. moms. It, um, it 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 has to do like both stories are about motherhood? Yes, or, I think so. Yeah. I actually think would have been more effective if mm-hmm. they had delved more into into it, right? Because it sets up this sort of don't knock twice. You have Katie Sackoff, who was, you know, Starbuck from Battlestar right. and was in Oculus. Right. She was, is a recovering addict mm-hmm. who had to give her daughter up. Yeah. Gave her daughter up when she was really young and, uh, went off and, and cleaned up. Cleaned up. And she's like a sculptor. Right. And she's and, now trying and, to... And now the daughter is coming back. She wants to make a connection to her daughter. She's like clean. She's really successful. She's back in Great Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, which is where she had left her daughter in a foster in foster yeah. care or something. And uh, and is, is wants her to come back. And her daughter is now a teenager. Teenager. Yeah. And then um, Malicious is a... A pre- starts with yeah. a pregnant woman who is really seems very close to giving birth, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they're building the crib. They're yeah. They he, they just moved into this new house. He's they, worried that yeah. she's jogging too much. This, all those yeah, things. all that stuff. Um, so do you want to break down, just go back and forth, or pick one and then? Well, no. Let's talk about let's talk about don't knock twice. Okay, first, right? So, like I said, Katie Sackoff plays this recovering addict she comes back to great britain to kind of get her life she's together an american again. she's an american i did like that just I like did you too. said like they just let her be an american and her um, daughter is british. and her daughter's british because that's where that she shit happens yeah. <laughs> she, that's where she learned english so that's right. how she talks and her daughter's played by uh lucy boynton is is her name yeah and uh so she comes back tries to get her daughter back her daughter's like i don't want to have anything to do with you blah right. blah, 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 you blah. fucking left me you fucking left me what'd you get Totally get. Yeah. Um, and then 
we kind of follow the daughter for a little bit and her and her friend, also a kid in care, uh, they're both teenagers. He's like, hey, let's go look at this, the creepy house that's by the bridge or whatever. Yeah. And it turns out there's this creepy house that is abandoned mm-hmm. and um, the, the the village witch or right. the neighborhood witch um, used to live in the house. And right. so the urban legend goes that you if you knock on the door... She's she's been dead a long time. Yes. Um, if you knock on the door, it's like not once to wake her to up, to wake her up, and, essentially. Yeah, and then twice to summon her, right. or something like that. There's like a a, a, a rhyme, that and it has like it. a sort of Bloody Mary, right. Candyman right. vibe, that right? sort you, of thing. You do this thing, this and thing will this, come. This come will get you. Um, they also believe, and this was it was fucking convoluted it was from the so start. Convoluted. They believe. That the woman, uh-huh. the the village witch, right. who's Marianne off or something, 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 who's been dead, but they believe that while she was alive, she stole a child th- who was their, their friend. friend. Right. So the, this house, this creepy house, is very near the the foster care facility where uh-huh. they stayed. So. One of their childhood friends went missing. Uh huh. And they blamed the woman. They blamed the woman, and um, then the, they the woman died. Yeah. But but they gave a very specific specific reason as to how the the why the woman dies, right. or How she dies, or whatever. And it was that the young the young girl uh-huh. and her friend Dan, um, after their friend Michael Flowers disappeared, disappeared. they. Like endlessly tormented this they woman. They tormented this woman. These right. two children tormented this woman. To the point where she took her own life. She took her own life. Yeah. Which that is never addressed no. either. Like it's so and- weird. So anyway, so they're fucking around, you know, they're talking about the urban legend, whatever. Uh, and then the, they decide to go knock on, on the, the door. door. Yeah. The boy, it's almost like he's. You know, daring he's her. daring her and he's playing a trick on her or whatever. Right. And they, I also got the sense, did you get the sense that they were a couple? I thought so too. Yeah. I thought that's where it was going, but it, that never, that went never gets either. there. Yeah. Um, so they go knock on the door and I think we texted each other almost the same cause time. Cause we were watching it almost, almost at the same, at the same time. time. Yeah. And I was like, I, Michael texted me and it said, if the legend <laughs> says don't knock on the door or she's going to get you, don't, don't knock fucking on knock on the door. door. And I said, I just said those words to John like in me, oh almost, my god like a second ago so they knock on the door of course they summon her of course right? and the boy goes missing yes first first and I mean I have to say that that scene was it was scary yeah I mean, some of the stuff was really scary I thought there was this, this is a problem we can talk with malicious as well I thought both of these movies had interesting setups uh-huh and then and had some scares, but just for whatever reason, and went nowhere. didn't work. Like yeah. it seemed, and it seemed like for this one especially to me, got to the end and it was like, oh, let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's just wrap it up. And like they had some really good scares at the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, what's how do you fuck up creepy thing from the other side? Yeah, to, or whatever. And, and and you have so so basically once the boy Danny goes missing. Yeah, and it happens while she's like on a Skype. Call. I don't know how the kids talk these days. Yeah, I think it is a Skype. But it seems like a Skype call, and she steps away to go answer the door, and you see him on her computer, Uh kind of get pulled pulled out out of the the room. room It's Um, it's crazy. Yeah, and they do some good stuff with lighting and shadow play. Yeah, 
Uh, and then she comes back. She looks at her monitor and he's gone. And, and it's like, fuck. And then she kind of knows what's going down. And right. so she goes. She goes to the country estate. To stay. To ask her. to stay with her yeah, mother. To ask her to stay with her mom. She's like, yeah, of course you can stay. Yeah. Uh, husband gets called away on a business trip. So then we are left with just Katie Sackoff and the da- and the daughter uh-huh. for the weekend. Right. Yeah. Finally. The daughter comes clean, right? About she, what's going about on. About what's going on. Because Katie Sackhoff at one point, I think this happens beforehand. Th- she's alone in the house. And, um, oh, and she, she's a sculptor. So we know, we learned that Katie Sackhoff is, is finishing a sculpture of like a Madonna and child. Yeah. And her friend is modeling yes. for her. And the friend, the friend is Russian. The, the friend and the baby. The yeah. friend and the baby. And so that, but so all that happens. And then Katie Sackhoff hears a noise in her house, uh-huh. um, gets up, hears crying. I actually thought that was the most effective scene in the I movie. I thought that was so good. And it, it, so she, she, yeah, she hears this moaning, this wailing, and then she uh-huh. sees a, a woman, a right? A woman just in the hallway and, facing the wall. And this, this is, I think, when I texted you. It is, unless if you can truly knock, like, digital effects out of the fucking park. Right. It is always to me, always the choice should be to go with an actual human being. Right. Whether that's a person in makeup or just this older woman right. wailing and crying. Because to me, that part, that was ch- actually chilling. It was chilling. Um, and I, of course, was watching it late at night alone. Um, and then when it, but as soon as it would revert to like, CGI demon crawling. There's nothing scary There's nothing about it. Scary about it. And I don't know why. Like, what is the tendency of filmmakers to go that way when you have you created a scare with literally just a woman crying or moaning, F- facing facing the wall, the wall, and then lifting up a knife and slitting her and own slitting throat. her own throat. That's terrifying. Terrifying. And, I don't know. And then, uh, but but fake computer demon crawling right. out of the sink is like come on y'all yeah i don't know if that's something that we got you know with j-horror yeah that has just you know has we've clung to right and i mean when it was new when j-horror started yeah. doing it it was terrifying right. but even j-horror yes. uses actual humans. yeah it's way scarier when the girl is walking down the steps if it's an actual girl yeah and you use lighting tricks or some digit but it's not just some right. cgi thing right um it just doesn't it doesn't work it never works. i never mean and works. even in and i think that goes back to your first question it, does money equal <laughs> good or whatever it, it to me it's almost like y- if you had less money and you couldn't like yeah, do it's that, all it's creative constraints. It would man. have been more effective. Yeah, when yeah. you it's it's so much better when when you have limited resources. I mean, I'm not saying this for everything, right? But it's like sometimes it is better to have a limited resource, and then you are forced to, to be super creative. Yeah, you know, instead it's, of leaning ins- on yeah, instead of saying, well, let's just get this person to do the and CGI you, stuff, and you don't clearly don't have enough money, right. to get like. The really to get industrial industrial like magic, yeah, yeah, exactly, or, or whatever, or whatever, whatever yeah. you know. Um, yeah, it and was, so you're in this sort of horrible in between place, right? Um, so another thing that, yeah, that's 
It was. I always love when we're like literally like. I think I was about five or six minutes behind you. I know because you would be like, "You're gonna be pissed off." In yeah, a I was like, "I think you're gonna be pissed." But what was really frustrating to me, and I think to you, about this movie is it. It seemed to either never establish rules or change its rules. Never. From scene to scene. Never. I was really, I really wanted it to be good. <laughs> Me too. I wanted it to and be And I love like, Katie like, Sackhoff. Yeah, I love Katie Sackhoff too. And, and she's I, fine in it. And I think the premise is great. Like, I, who doesn't love like a good urban legend? Yeah. You know, kind of scare. But this never, it didn't have any rules. No. It, 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 the idea at first is like, if you knock on the fucking door. Right. It'll knock on your door. And, and get co- you. And get you. Yeah. And so at some point, the two ladies do something kind of brilliant. I mean, which I thought was like, oh, okay, let's just get, get rid of all the, the fucking doors. doors. So they take the doors down uh-huh. and they burn them. And I'm like, great, great. This is, this is good way to solve it. Good way to solve it. They forgot one door. I'm right. sure. Well, it turns out that the door they forgot is like a sidewalk. Yeah, right. Like, like they're walking down. They go somewhere. Right. And the and the daughter is standing on a sidewalk door thing. Yeah. Like, like one of those sidewalk lifts. Yeah. And, and that door opens. And that door opens and swallows and her. And at one point, an, like a door to like a dresser or an armoire or whatever the fuck you call it. Right. Works. So all of a sudden it becomes... It was gonna. It comes to your front door. No, no. Now it's it can come to any door. Right. But apparently not a car door. Not a car door. So... There are, there are literally the rules fucking change to fit whatever plot, however they need to move the plot. And so it's like, what is this demon or entity or and whatever? What, like, when they go into the, when they go in the door, like sometimes it's, sometimes it's another dimension. Right. And sometimes it's not. Right. Like sometimes, right. sometimes it's when they open the door, it's just outside. Right. And then and sometimes. Then sometimes it's the the portal to like a uh, other forest or yeah, something which seemed to and we can bring this up it 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 barely introduces the sort of baba yaga fairy right. tale right Right. which is eastern it's european russian, and yeah. russian and slavic right so it introduces because conveniently of course her friend who's modeling is, is Russian. Russian. Um, and so she knows, like all Russians apparently, right. everything about right. Baba like Yaga everybody who you would is, ever fucking need to know. black or yeah. has an accent or is Mexican, no. they're magic. Yes. And so I put this down as like, this is, I know one of pisses, annoys both of us off, but one of your huge pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Not to say that you can't have a non-white character no stuff. Right. That's not what you're saying. But when everybody in the fucking movie is white and like, or in this case, English, and then the right. one magic person is not that. Right. It's like, oh, come the it's, fuck it, on. It's just that kind of it's shit. It's like, oh, the Mexican witch lives down the street. Right. Like, really? Right. Or it's like in our next movie in, that the, we're going to talk about. The African-American. The African-American man is the one that knows, knows all about it. And I was, and so it has that. DC Jones. DC you know, Jones like, is all just, over it. Oh, my God. And so not only, it's like, yes, she's Russian, but yeah, she knows fucking everything. Like every Russian right. child when they're born is like, here's the story of <laughs> right. Baba Yaga. It's so, it's yeah. So it's ridiculous. like, so they, she, they, in, the girl walks into the studio and... The, mo- the model, the friend, is like, oh, no, I can't stay. I must go. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And, then, and the whole, she, she ends up saying to her, like, don't protect her. Like, she doesn't. She belongs belong to, to someone else. She belongs now. to someone else now, uh, which is a thing that. That happens in malicious. It happens in malicious also. Weird. It's so weird. 
Anyway, so they, I, I don't even know how to like go. Yeah, back. and so it's like they introduce this Baba Yaga thing. So then it's almost like the door occasionally opens to what is essentially a fairy tale, right? Right. The dark of the woods, the witch with keeping children in cages. Right, which what was that about? I so don't that, know. So that man. kid Michael Flowers has been there. has been there forever, and he never aged. Yeah, wh- he never aged, and also why does she feed? Why does the demon feed on the kid now and didn't? 20 years ago or, right. or 10 years ago or however old. No, there's no... There's no logic. There's no logic. Like, why is he taking the... Why is the demon taking the children? And like, then, like, the, the like, two pseudo-twists that it has, like, it, it is Baba Yaga. It's not. It is... It's a, the policeman. It's the policeman. It was just a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. And, and then, all of a sudden, it's like, well, okay, before it was... If you knock on the door, the thing comes. But then it can also be that it forces someone to do something terrible, terrible. to someone else, and then that person has to kill themselves. To re- like, it was it so was so weird. Fucking and then convoluted. and then it turns out that should we just say it? Like yeah. it turns out that it's like the Russian. The Russian. She's been tricking them all. She's been along. tricking them all along because she gave them a pendant. Right. I don't know. It's no, so weird. It and she comes back and kills the husband. For no reason. For no reason. It like, accomplishes th- nothing. There, there's no reason that that guy should have died. No. He has nothing. He has no. no. He's had nothing to do with the story the whole time. And the Russian friend isn't interesting enough. Not nothing against the woman playing it. Like, we don't learn enough about her or no. care enough about her for it to be interesting. The cop twist was absurd. That was so dumb. Um, the... Yeah, I mean, I I was texting with you last night. I said, you know, I I I am not always. I'm not a writer who says every writer needs to outline everything they're always going to write. Like even when I write stuff, sometimes I'll use an outline, sometimes I won't. This they needed to fucking outline. Yeah, they needed they needed someone because it's like they didn't even know where their own movie was going. Right, and it would be like, oh well, fuck. How do we clear this up? Um, say that you're allowed to do this now. Right. Um. So it was. Yeah, man, it was disappointing. It, it, it was disappointing because it had, and I, I, I think I texted you about this. I texted you about this with malicious. The opening scene, I was like, okay, yeah. this is showing promise. I hope the movie delivers. Okay. And like one of my, the first thing I thought of was it for malicious or don't knock twice? I think it was don't knock twice. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean they just had some really lovely shots, uh-huh. and malicious in particular had a really lovely. Uh, like drone. drone. That was a great drone oh, shot. Oh, was in, that was incredible. And I thought, oh, I hope this really, really delivers. Works. And both movies use the like giant house in the country trope. Mm-hmm. Again, the, y'all, if two people, you don't need a house that big. You don't need a house. Don't that, have a you, house you that don't big. Don't have a house that big. Come on. You're just two people. Why yeah. do you need eight bedrooms? That shit is going to be haunted. Also, why? Why? Why are why are you using a haunted chapel as your Oh, activity? for fuck's sake. Come on. Come on now. now, man. Yeah. It's like You are asking for you're it, Starbucks. Asking for trouble making crazy art in an old church. Yeah. That the demons coming for you. That's where they go. Oh god. Man. Um, so nah, don't yeah, knock twice. Don't knock twice. Nah. Nah. And then and then so okay, the other one was malicious. Malicious. Um twenty eighteen. So something that I wanna address before we get into malicious that we're okay. going to address in malicious was that uh this don't knock twice uses the Baba Yaga uh fairy tale like Russian folktale thing. Uh-huh. Uh and then that never quite delivers on right. it. Right. 
malicious be- does kind of the same thing with with, with Aztec, a vague Aztec with a vague yeah that I've never heard of right like this vague Aztec lore. I got a sense that it was like a writer being like, if you throw Aztec in, they'll buy it. Yeah, they'll buy it or something um, like that. And- it was so this idea of like utilizing of utilizing like cultural stuff which i'm not against sure. like absolutely use it some of that shit is the scariest shit right but if you're going to do it talk to somebody who knows, knows. or make it make sense yeah you know? and also what was weird about um to me about uh don't knock twice and again i i mean i the baba yaga legend is cool i mean it's a great story yeah. if that's where you want to go it's just to me it's funny especially especially because it's set in the english or welsh countryside like this is a country that has thousands of years of its own lore scary um, lore scary lore and so again not saying you have to use that but like you have a country where you you don't have to go to the like generic dot like we're gonna use a foreigner or a not like come on man yeah man like it is it's that place is entrenched in it is rife yeah in in mythology mythology. and, and and pagan lore right and so then it's even the the aztec thing in malicious is so fucking because we're, vague. Like, where does it take place uh, it, I, it takes place like i i think it takes place like somewhere in the east in the, i felt or, the east or portland i felt or, it was like an east coast yeah something like that so this so what it is is like young couple of course moving out to to country um, countryside but it's a college town yeah dude right? I, she's pregnant she's pregnant and he is the Apparently the greatest math professor in the history of academia. Right. Because they give him a, a giant mansion. fucking mansion. They give him a fucking mansion, the college does, to come teach math. math. Right. It's a mansion. Like, yes. I, I'm just going to say it one more time. It is a mansion. San Simeon. That's <laughs> what they give him. Like, And he's not even the head of the department, dude. No. Not even the head of the department. I was like, man, what? Why isn't somebody giving me a mansion to and it was teach really, children how to act? And they try to justify it, and we could get to that, but it was like, no, no. There's no... You want to give the guy a house, great. That rarely happens, but if he's someone special or you really need a math professor, great. Put him up in a cottage or a two-bedroom apartment. Right. I even looked up. I was like, I have to... I was like, I gotta have to look up the, like, average... Like, math professors do well, but the average math, like... Professor salary in the country is around ninety five to a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred and fifty being the highest on the east and west coast. Right, great. I, that's great but money. But that's like head of department. Yeah, and right. that's also like that's good, really good money. That's really good money. But that's not like that's these not are not this millionaires. House. No. Come on, no. man. And they give him like a millionaire house. Fuck like yeah, it's full of art and antiques. And it's shit. ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, I can't even get an office, dude. I know. And they're giving this motherfucker a mansion. I know. <laughs> so he gets there. They're impressed with a house, um, as they should be. I but I feel like this was the house. This was somebody's house. Like this was someone's house on the film crew. Oh yeah, man. Whatever. Or the somebody who gave money. Somebody's to aunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, let's just use the. Justify it somehow. Aunt Jean's house is right. amazing. <laughs> and so they arrive at the house, and this the there there's a hot student there, shirtless, um, shirtless, just doing the work, doing the work. He's taking care of the lawn, and we understand that he's he's a student at the university, and that 
you know, he assists professors or whatever. Yeah, it's his work study program. Yeah, his work study program or something. He does the lawn for people. And so uh, we also come to find out that the the wife's sister, Becky. Becky, yeah. Has sent them. A gift. A gift. And it's already arrived. And Charlie, the student, has put it inside the house. And we get very early on the sense that the husband. Mm Mm-hmm. Is annoyed by by, his, Becky. by Becky, yeah, oh and God, that we Becky. also get. Oh my God, Becky! We also get the idea that she's she's into incense and candles, yeah. and he's a math teacher, and he doesn't buy into right. That no, shit, he Christine. doesn't like good smelling things, right? <laughs> Right. right. Numbers don't smell good. Numbers don't smell like sandalwood. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, okay, I think cool. You can like math and also, also sandalwood. Yeah, it's like, fine. It doesn't yeah. really. Yeah. So they open it. It is seemingly a a little wooden box, and it doesn't. Oh, like he tries to open, and it. he can't. And he can't. And the note says. I uh, let this box keep you company until I get there or right. something like that. So then we learn she's going to come and, and visit. And it's a fertility box. It's a fertility. We don't know that yet. Okay. But okay, he's right. like, she's coming. I didn't know your sister was coming. And the wife is like, she's my sister. You know, okay. So then he goes to work. And apparently he works really, really hard because he's at the school all, all day. Hours, like grading papers all day yeah. long. Also, can I jump in real uh-huh, quick? I'm please. sorry. Um, minor pet peeve, not as grand as the, <laughs> let's find the magic foreigner. <laughs> I, I went to two colleges. Yeah. I have taught at three and I have done workshops at others. I have never been on a college campus that uses a fucking bell schedule like a goddamn high school. I hate school. it when people do that. And it makes me fucking crazy. It makes me crazy. fucking crazy. Why do movies do that? I don't did know. Did none of them go to a four year? I am pretty sure most of them did. And, like, it makes no fucking sense. It makes sense. no sense. The thing is... College classes don't all function on the same fucking schedule. Right. So you can't have a high school bell schedule. Right. And it happens all the time. All the time. And sometimes you just leave in the middle of class if you yeah. want to. Nobody gives a fuck. And like half the time, I will let my kids go in the middle of the class because I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> say great. that. Man, I wish I could take your class. Um, but uh, that that is like such a pet peeve of mine. Uh-huh. Like, well, there's the bell. Like, What? No! Oh, I hate that. Anyway, sorry. So anyway. Also, you're right. He apparently teaches 19 hours he a day. He teaches 19 hours a day and then has to grade for the rest of the evening. And Even though the semester just started. I know. It's so strange. <laughs> and the wife is at home alone in this giant mansion. We need to talk about the ba- the shower. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? What is this shower? I, it's like a whole room. Yeah. Anyway. It's the size of an apartment. It is the size of an apartment. I was um, like... She's crossing back and Before, forth. Like, yeah, she could hang. Shower. You could do work in there. It's so crazy. Um, anyway, and so she's she's able to open the box. The box, and he okay. He is concerned, which I you know I, seems like logical or would happen. Like he wants her to rest and all, you know. And right. she says like, "Hey, I'm pregnant. I'm not. I'm not, not broken I'm not or whatever. I'm not broken. Yeah. Oh, because she she's gonna go running. He's like, yeah. you're gonna take it easy, right? Right. And, and don't lift anything. We haven't heard anything about her. This was one thing that because I had the same kind of like, huh? I mean, it's fairly common knowledge that pregnant women can run and jog and sure. do all kinds of activity. Right. I mean, it's like you're not exactly, you're not sick. I mean, of course, you're not going to go lift a 150 pound weight or whatever. Right. 
but within reason, you can yeah you can do physical activity. And you know, he says, "I don't want you running. Please walk." And she's like, "Okay, whatever." Right. And so yeah, she's walking on her on the trail, a beautiful trail. Right. And she hears. Oh, we, you know what we forgot to do? We forgot to talk about the, the prologue. prologue. Yeah, but anyway. But we can tie it in yeah. right here. So she, there's a woman crying in the forest. Yeah. Again, that was fucking creepy. That was fucking creepy. Actual person sitting in the forest. They're back to the camera. Yeah. You can just hear what's going on. She goes up to her. She's like, can I help you? The woman gets up, turns around. She's really dirty. And she's, her legs are bloody. bloody. She says, and, lo- yeah. She's I've had, lost my baby. She says, I've lost my baby. Um, and the woman and, and the wife says, Oh, we've got to get you to the hospital. And then the woman notices that she's pregnant and she says, y- You're, they're going to be scared of you too. Yeah. They're going to be scared of you. Yeah. She too. says, Are you afraid of me? Because, yeah, they're going to be scared of you too. Yeah. Yeah. And all of this is good. Yeah, dude. It was, was creepy. Like, okay, that, that was fucking creepy. It's great. Uh, so in the prologue, uh-huh. let's rewind. The movie opens and, <laughs> with, yeah, which was really great. Yeah. That fucking drone shot over the water uh-huh. into the window was incredible. Great, beautiful shot. Goes, you know, in, you see this guy, he's kind of like walking around, he's in distress, he, he, he's he, drinking, he's drinking, all that he's stuff. He's doing that actor thing where you shake. Right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's moaning. It cuts to his wife asleep in bed and she, she wakes up because she hears him. She gets up, she follows the moaning, she's pregnant. She goes into the bathroom because she hears this thing on the wall. Yeah. She hears this thing doing this. And she's like, what the fuck is that? She walks into the bathroom to find her husband like banging, banging his, head. his head up against the mirror, which is in the bathroom. Effective. Effective. Super creepy. Why the fuck is he banging his head right. up against the mirror? And she says, Josh or whatever, what are you doing? And he says, something I should have done a long time ago. And he picks up a fireplace poker and freaking just beans are on the head. Yeah, the man. Pointy just, end of it. Yeah. And cuts. Cuts. And then we go to. And I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, shit. This that, is great. This is great. And so it's then when she meets the woman in the woods, it's like, what the fuck? Right. Um, and then she goes home. She's freaked out. She's freaked out. She calls her husband. She's like, I saw something freaky happen to me. He's like, do you want me to come home? She's like, no. Uh, this is another movie that, even though they didn't spend three minutes making love. Man, oh, my God, they, dude. They did spend some time, like, showing us how much these two loved each other. Yeah. I get it. You're married. You're pregnant. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Like, we don't have to have... I'm not approved, Mike. No, and I, I also... Know that pregnant women can have sex. Like I, you don't have to prove it to like, me. Like I, it's I don't understand why yeah. that is necessary. Again, like a- why is it different? Like why am I okay with watching Keanu Reeves and the Dracula Brides? Because it's stylized and it's part of the story to right. me. Like in in Dracula, oh, it's part of Harker's seduction. Yes, yeah. And you again, you have a like a Victorian guy who. You know, there's so much talk about sex in Dracula as, you know, the taboo of that era, right? right? And so you have a guy who's very buttoned up, and then he's, like, drawn into this, like, weird supernatural world. With Monica Bellucci. With Monica Bellucci. But even, like, the supernatural is, to me, in that movie, in that story, is symbolic of sex and all that. Like, it adds to it. And it's stylized. Right. And in this, 
This is just two attractive actors fucking for three minutes. Yeah, and And it's like, like, I don't need to see it. No. Anyway. And also, I know what you look... Clearly, you're getting it on. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. You love each other. You have a mansion. (laughs) You Um, sound so old. (laughs) I know. It's so terrible. Um, We're right. Yeah. Uh, So, anyway. Meanwhile, too, doesn't the sister show up? Yeah, the sister shows up. Can I ask a question? What fucking movie was she in? I don't know. And I don't mean, like, what movie has she starred in? No, no. I mean, like, what fucking movie was she in? She was in a different movie than everybody else. It was so... It was so strange. Strange. And, like, I'm a horrible person. I'm just going to say it. Because the minute she came on and opened her mouth, like, I was like, I don't... I don't believe it. No. And then I was like, well, we're going to see her tits. Right. And that seemed to be the only... That was her function. I apologize to this actress. She might... I'm sure she's a lovely human. But it, like... She seemed like someone you would... (laughs) Shark exorcist? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. And I didn't believe that they were sisters. Like, oh. and I'm not saying that you have to look exactly alike no, to but, be sisters, but you have to live remotely in the same neighborhood. In the same world, You know, yeah. it's so weird. Um, and she just seemed like, yeah, like she stepped off the set of Shark Exorcist. And even the way, and she was supposed to be like the, quote, witchy one. She was not. She was not at all. She was just like. Kind of slutty. Kind of slutty. Which is fine. Again, live your life. But like <laughs> in that classic sort of like horror movie, like. All she's going to do is fucking show her tits. Right. Like, it and was, that's what she did. It was so that's, weird. That's what she did. Because then she left just as quickly as she came. I mean, right. it's like she was there to kind of serve as temptation yeah. for the husband. Yeah. I mean, I got the idea that like part of the reason he doesn't like her around is because he wants to sleep with her. Right. But that went nowhere. 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 So here we go. So it turns out that the head of the math department, <laughs> which... I don't know how this happened, but the head of the math department at the college where the guy teaches is also also teaches a paranormal uh-huh. uh, class. Yeah, a class on like paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. Offers a certification in paranormal yeah. studies. He just happens to also... And I think... Go ahead. He's also the head of the math department. And he's blind. Of course he is, Christy. And he's African-American. Yeah, Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo, who's, who's an incredible actor. Done a ton of work. He's the money in this... He's, yeah, yeah. He's where the money went. Uh-huh. Um, and he does a good job. Sure. But it's like, again, we have this trope of the magical, disabled, not white yeah. And I'm you know? like, man, I... <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm done. And I'm also done with, I'm done. Like the, the, the blind guy being able to, to quote, see, see, I mean, come on, man. We've been doing this shit since Greek theater. Like come up with a different fucking trope. Yeah. To me, it was interesting enough that he was a math teacher and this thing. Right. Like that was the thing, you know, our main care, our main guy, the woman is the protagonist, but the main husband, is a very like, of course, as a math professor, you know, in one plus one, one is two, two. and like yeah. basically like, rational shit and all that math shit. So it was interesting. It's like, oh, this is a math guy who also believes in the believes paranormal. in the paranormal. Great, right. fine, that's interesting. Why also does he have to be blind? Yeah. And again, I 
please have more blind characters. Hire blind <laughs> actors. That's not what I'm saying. But like the like yeah. fucking Cassandra and like all this shit. Right. Like, get, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm mean, up- it's like I saw that coming. There was a part of me, though, that because his first two appearances are in the classroom in the exact same chair. Uh-huh. And there's a part of me that went, oh, he's dead. He's right, a ghost. He's, the ghost. he's not there. But like, no, no, he's, he's real. He's just the head uh, of the math department. He's just the head of the math department, which sometimes might seem like a ghost. Right. Anyway, so... You know, she, she, so she's able to open the box while right. he's not in the house. She goes, she opens the box, which quite frankly looks like a box you could get at Pure. Yeah, dude, there's it's nothing Aztec box. about there's that box. There's nothing Aztec about the box. And, uh, she opens the box. There's nothing in it. But of course, we know she has released, she's released the entity, entity or something. Um, yeah, the entity, and there again, another movie where the entity doesn't seem to have a Any lot of rules. rules. I mean, it basically the 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 major turn is she has a miscarriage. She has a miscarriage. She begins um, to see things in the house after she opens the box. Yeah, she she hears a baby crying upstairs. Uh-huh. She goes and and they've talked about her not putting the crib together yet because it's, it's heavy. too heavy. Right. So. But so I guess he put the crib. I don't know. She put the crib together. He blames her. Oh, that's right. That's right. She hears the baby crying. She goes upstairs. There's a baby in the crib. Uh huh. She picks it up. Yeah. I don't know why you would, because I, I would know this baby this is not. Baby this is, is a ghost not, baby. This is this a ghost demon baby. baby. Yeah. We're in a giant house. This get the is fuck a, out. Yeah. Get the, just get the just fuck get out. out. She picks up the baby, and then the baby. This is again where oh, I feel like God you know, damn your it. Point about computer graphics. Then the baby's face turns into a demon face, but it's not great. No, it's, no, it's not it's great. It's not great I at mean, all. Babies are like babies that are where they're not supposed to that's, be. That's, that's already terrifying. Yes, leave it at that. Like a baby wearing a long baptismal gown. Somewhere it's not supposed, supposed to be, be is already scary. Yeah, way scarier than demon face. Right. So um, she then it cuts away, and then we learn she had a she miscarriage. miscarriage and not she she had a miscarriage, and it was so traumatic that she will never be able to have children again. Which is yeah, like um, apparently some damage was done. Yeah, and this is obviously is it. It's important to them. It's important yeah, to her. That, and he says to her, "We'll find a way. We're going to make it through this." Right. right? And she's like, I'm not going to be okay. I can't have kids, blah, blah, blah. Right. And um, so the visions keep, more visions keep, keep coming. There's a painting over the fireplace that keeps, I, that keeps changing. I don't understand why that happens. Is it a map? First, <laughs> there, there's no rules, Christy. There's no rules because then uh, Del Orlando comes in and he says, it's not the house. Like right. your house is not the problem. It's the, the, the box. box. But if the house is not the problem, why is, is the painting, is the painting also magic? Right. I don't. Again, I don't understand the rules. I don't get it. And then, so it turns out that this box is an Aztec fertility box. Yes. And but then that goes nowhere. That goes nowhere. And then what we have is Delroy Lindo. <laughs> <laughs> when she opened the box, it killed your baby. And then people are shocked that the husband's like, get the fuck out. Right. I'm, I'm like, like that seems irresponsible. Yeah, man. Like, normally you're like, the husband should live. No, he was right. Like, he you, was right. You don't fucking him. roll in and say that yeah. shit. Um, you at least got to lead up to it. Right. But then what is so bizarre, 
So then the ha- the haunting, because again, ultimately this is just a ha- a haunting, right? Or p- haunting slash possession, right. whatever. And he seems to always only see people fucking by fucking Charlie yeah. by the truck. So the, the husband way. starts seeing the sister in law fucking the handsome student. Like that's the vision right, he that's has. That's the vision he has. But what we learn. And then she, the sister-in-law, Please sees herself. Please explain it to me because I don't quite No, that understand. shit makes no sense. That shit makes no sense. But the central haunting is, in what I think, the unborn, now dead child, right? Unborn, unborn child. I shouldn't even say yeah. I don't want to get into that debate. The unborn child is the entity or whatever. You, It can age and take... It's as if the child is growing up. It, the baby they never had is growing up in this like ghost world. Uh, so at first, and I got this from when they go to the prison and visit the dude from the prologue who uh-huh. killed his wife. Um, he's like, at first when it's young, only the mother can see it. But then as it gets older, because apparently the ghost can fucking age or something. Exponentially? Yeah. So then you have it as the baby, like the weird baby doll mm-hmm. looking thing. And then the cheerleader. cheerleader. Which is, you know, wearing her, the main woman's yeah. cheerleader outfit from when she was a kid. And then the 20-something who tries to, to fuck its dad, dad, which yeah. is like, what the fuck? It did fuck not is- need to go there. No. And then she's like, we have the did you like it, daddy? daddy? You shouldn't have told, told mommy. mommy. I was like, what is fucking happening? I was like, happening? what is happening? This just turned into like a niche porn. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that was like, I don't even want to say my understanding. Like, that's what seemed to be. But there didn't seem to be any rules. No rules. Also, there's a thing that happens in mirrors, but we don't understand right. what that's exactly. about. Like, the sister-in-law... It happens a couple times where you see your reflection and your reflection moves when you don't or whatever. Right. Or, but why? And then the, the reflection of the sister-in-law forces her yeah, to bash, hey, bash her, her ahead. I don't understand. So like, like, the rules were just... No rules. There were no rules. And then the wife... Starts to protect the unborn ghost right. demon baby right. growing like, kid. And that's what the woman in the forest was warning her, her about. about. Don't protect it. Yeah. It's not yours. People will become right. scared of you. And so then we learned that the only way to get rid of the demon baby is to kill them all. Is to kill them all. And and that's what the guy did in the prologue. Right. And that's what our guy has to do. Yeah, even though he doesn't want to. Doesn't want to. Um, and says right before he does it, you know, I love you. And she's basically the one saying, like, you have to do it. Um, while you, Which s- I think is bullshit. I agree. I'm like, I don't. And I'm not one of these people. Up, I mean, this gets into a whole other conversation. But I'm like, why does she have to die? Right. Like, you know. Right. I mean. Uh, uh, and, and like both movies seem to. And this is not new. This is not like a new thing that move, that horror movies do. I mean, we have we have. All the way back to, again, my favorite, Rosemary's Baby. Which does it better than right. any other movie. With no CGI. Right. How far does a mother go yes. to protect its child? And that is that, to me, is where both of these movies could have been interesting and, and dropped the ball. Um, because it became about all these other, other things. things. And, like... In the first one, in, in, in Don't Knock Twice, she's saying, Don't Look Back in Anger. It's an oasis. <laughs> uh, in, uh, in Don't Knock Twice, you have a mom, a mother who, who truly believes she, she failed her daughter. Yeah. And is trying just once to make it up, to make it up, right? And then in the, in the second one, in Malicious, you have 
a mother, and again, I'm who not... Who wants to be a good who mom. Who wants to be a good mother. I'm not a parent, but that seems like a very natural totally. fear, There's, right? Yeah. Like, what if I'm not good at this? Right. It is a natural fear. And so, like, to me, those are both interesting starting places. Yeah. Um, and if they had focused more on that, and instead even of like bringing in these this fairy weird tales fairy that tale never kind shit. of follows, yeah. you know, Katie Sackhoff has a great line in "Don't Knock Twice" that I think was the only moment where I went, "Fuck yeah, man, that's the truth." Is when she says, "You know what the scariest thing about being a mom is? It's not the pain. It's not going through labor. It's it's n- not any of those things. It's the love." Right. Because no one prepares you for, like, it's like you're thrown into this ocean and you cannot, like, you could, you can drown in it. Right. And as a, as a mother, that is true. Right. That's absolutely, and I'm not even trying to romanticize it. Physiologically, biologically, our bodies must do a thing. Yeah. That when you see your baby. It's how the, fucking species it's how the species has survived right right? it makes something happens chemically to you as a mother of course that when you see your baby you're like i will kill for for this for this for this this person person that i I don't even really know i will die and i will kill for them yeah uh that idea in itself is much more interesting. Right. And they both seem to be trying to lead to that. Yeah. But the journey there is so fucking convoluted, man, in both of them. Mm -hmm. And it it was odd because they both seem to fall victim to some of the same things like bad CGI, bad CGI when it wasn't necessary, when when, when you had already had some, some Some really really scary moments moments that had no CGI. Right. And, like, just failed plotting. Right. Like, like you didn't think, like, how we get from A to B and B to C. Right, right. And if you're going to, like, if you're going to introduce information late in, like, in the, in the final act of the movie, if you're going to reveal information in the final act of the movie... You have to plant that you seed have in to the plant first the seed. act. I, you know, Otherwise, it makes no sense. And, you know, John did that thing that he does all the time when we watch a bad movie, but you don't know if it, like, it tricks you into thinking it was a good movie. Sure. Because some people can be tricked yes. into thinking that things the are good The new Suspiria was good. Right, right. Or it's like, <laughs> oh, it looks like somebody put money or it has a great drone shot sure. in it. It must be a good movie. Right, right. So John started doing that thing where he was like, oh, well, maybe it's this or maybe right. it's that. And I'm like, you shouldn't have to do that. No, no. You, the and movie should end and it should be shocking and inevitable. And, inevitable. and, and John is... Generous. Is generous and also m- much smarter than most human beings that right. I've met. And it's like you're giving the writers a lot of way too much credit. Way they too are much not credit. as smart as They're you. They're not John. as smart as you. And that and you should be shocked, but also you should be able to go. Of course, that's yeah. How it I mean, one end. of the best notes I ever got was actually from a director um, uh, who was directing a play of mine, and and it was goes back to sort of like basic writing uh, stuff. Is like you plant the seed. In Act One, remind them that the seed is there in Act Two, and grow the fucking plant in Act Three. That's right. it. That's, That's it. it. That's it. And um, this didn't. Neither of these did that. Uh, and again, I thought. You, there is, and that's why I think Rosemary's Baby is so effective. And again, this is that is some, I'm not a parent, um, and and not a woman either. But I'm like so buy into the 
fear that Rosemary has, the need to protect the baby, her right. unborn baby, right. beyond anything and we, else. And we learn all of this in the first and second act. Yeah. That she's going to, that she wants this baby, it's all she wants, and she's going to protect it at all, all costs. costs. And so that when the twists happen at the, the end, end, those are still things that she wants. Yes. Yes. And, and that's the shock. And that is, yes. And that, that, like, that's what, it, that's a great payoff. And like, you had Katie Sackhoff, who's a good actor. That I thought the young, what is it, Lucy Borden? Yeah, she's, she was fine. Like, she's good. good. You had a core relationship and you just fucking, good lord. Yeah. It's like, there's, because it was a good premise. It's like, I'm trying to, to, to win you back. Right. There's a, there's a screenwriting book that some people love and some people hate and I have mixed feelings about called Save the Cat. Anyway, one of the things I like about Save the Cat, it's like for like writing a formulaic screenplay, whatever. It has problems. But one of the things it talks about, this guy comes up with this term called double mumbo jumbo. Uh huh. Basically saying like, if you have an alien and then all of a sudden the alien is a vampire at the end, you're like, wait, what the fuck? That's double right. mumbo jumbo. Does it work? And Don't Knock Twice was like, Oh, it's not just Baba Yaga. It also is a human host. And like, right. it's like, what is, right. just pick one fucking story. It's to like tell. when Jen Abel said, you get one thing. Yes, you, you get, get one, one thing. thing. If you're a zombie, you you're... get to come back from the dead. Right. But you can't move fast. Right. <laughs> you can't suddenly, you know, reveal to me that you can move fast. Right. That's that, fuck shit. that shit. Double mumbo jumbo. Yeah. I don't buy it. And I felt like both of these movies right. fell into that. And I, I feel like you, you can uh, tell me if you disagree, but you know, in, in the world we live in now of like Netflix and, and Prime and so many streamable, uh, channels, right? Where specialized because there's shutter, there's thriller, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, all these like specialized channels where people just want content. Uh huh. Um, uh, you need content. Yeah. That people mistake, um, good for good production value. I agree. I and, agree. And, and I mean, of course you want good production value. Of course you want good sound. Sure. One, of, one of my pet peeves is bad sound. Absolutely. You have to have good sound, but you don't, if, if you can't do ILM type stuff, right. if you can't do Pixar type stuff, right. don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't try to do it. Don't do it. Give I mean, yourself some creative constraints. Yeah. And, and, and I, I actually wrote this down. I think it was during don't knock twice. Just because you can do a cool camera move doesn't mean you should do a cool right. camera move. If it doesn't get you anything, if yeah. it doesn't add to the story, like what was the one, the hole in the ground? Uh-huh. Dude, those, like the reversals of like, those, I don't know if I'm upside down or right but, side but, up. But, but that, that is storytelling. Yes. That totally tied in with are what? we in upside, upside down, down world? world. What is going and, on? Yeah, exactly. There was one shot, and I think it was in Don't Knock Twice. With the, the where, where yeah. it, like it twisted uh -huh. around, and I was like, "That's a cool shot," but it doesn't really. Tell what's the me point? What's the point? That's that's when I wrote it down. Yeah. Like, um, oh wow, we wrote the same thing down. Yeah. yeah, and like that. That's again. I think goes back to what you yeah. said. Is like production value doesn't. It's, it I, yeah, can't I just mean, be it's like that. they had some shots that were straight up beautiful. Like there was one shot in in Malicious where she was standing at the mantle, looking at the box, and it was the, the you know it was a, a shot of her back, and the camera started to move in slowly towards her, 
that was like straight up out of Stanley Kubrick's right. The Shining. And it was beautiful and it's effective. Right. That is absolutely infected, effective in letting us know there is something, something there, there yeah. that, you know, wants yeah. you. I don't need like the, the, the flip and yeah, the, the, we're, we're upset. Yeah. Unless if it tells the story. And I think that's what where both of these movies fell, fell apart. Yeah, they failed. Uh, so watch them if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, I nah, think I would. I, I, I think there's there, better there stuff, better out, stuff there. out there. And there's better stuff, classic out there. I'm going to say it again. I'm sorry, kids. Just because something was not made in the 2000s doesn't make it bad. Right. <laughs> you know, go go yeah. go educate yourselves and watch some good horror from yeah. the 70s and 80s. And and I think, you know, if you do watch I don't know why you I mean, if you really love Katie Sackhoff, great. I I I love her too. Go watch Oculus. Uh go watch Oculus. So good. Yeah, and um um to me these are you know, if you're going if you're going to make a movie that's been made a million times, right? Yeah. Which is okay. I, I'm sure, not saying, absolutely. If you're going to go ha- haunted house or possessed house, whichever, right. you know, whichever these fall into, man, all you have then is to tell an interesting story. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not going to show us anything we can't see in right. Conjuring or that we couldn't see in fucking 1970, right. whatever. Or and, like, yeah, like in, uh, in Oculus, which is a much better haunted object movie yeah. than Malicious. Right. Right, right. Oh, God, so much better. Yeah. Um, if, if, at least if you're going to tell something, like, make it tight, make it interesting, right. have interesting characters, that to me is what you have, because you can't, you can't match even Oculus, which is, you know, Mike Flanagan, you cannot match the budget that Mike Flanagan had. No. You know, um, you, you can't. So, no. so figure out your way right. to tell an interesting story. And like, here's the thing, like so many big time directors who do have that money, like, and go watch any Guillermo del Toro movie. His effects are mostly practical effects. Yeah. He doesn't use CGI. Yeah. He gets really clever with in camera tricks and makeup and, and makeup and stuff like that. You don't, you don't, you don't need it. No. And, and again, unless you can knock it out of the fucking park. Um, yeah. I, I but not like the haunting. Oh God, no! I mean that to me. It's like we. I think right. we brought this up before. I think we're there again. Yeah. I think you have a group of people now who believe they can do anything with CGI, and and they can't. Yeah. Um. And and so we're getting this shit right. now. It's and I terrible. think we've 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 hit the end. It's terrible. Um. So um, there are yeah. If you want to watch a mother's, go watch Rosemary's Baby. Go watch Rosemary's Baby. I'm go sh- watch Good Night, Mommy. Yeah. Uh, I would even say go watch Mother because it's so fucking weird. Yeah, go watch Mother. <laughs> you know, watch the French film Inside. Yeah, it's terrifying. Uh, it's terrifying. There's there's way better. I'm a, I'm a scary mom. The Orphanage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Others. Um, the Others. Yeah. Yeah. It's a common, obviously a very common theme, you right. know. The sort of terror of motherhood. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. Cool. So, hey, we have like a big uh, Bob McVeigh. Bob McVeigh. Woo-woo. Yes, Bob McVeigh. He bid on and won the silent auction item at Kitchen Dog Theater's annual gala, Mooch uh-huh. and Pooch. And so now Bob gets to join us on to go to a movie, yeah. and get some tacos, and come back here and uh, talk about 
uh, whatever movie we decide to go watch. Yeah. So we're going to be in touch with him, and we'll have that episode coming up soon. I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. But we are going to talk about something next week because we we're are, back on because track. We're back, we're back, we're back. And we still have to talk about Pet Cemetery. But I think I want to do La Llorona. I agree. Um, because I think... This is another mother this movie. This is another mother movie. Also, I saw, <laughs> saw someone probably I think posted on your page, like... I've been hearing about this shit since I was a little kid, so this right. better be fucking scary. It's true. I exactly. I mean, La Llorona is what is what Mexican families use. I mean, we have two. We have El Cucuy, which is basically the boogeyman, the boogeyman right? And La Llorona, and it's you know that's what what parents use to. You better go to bed. You better right. be quiet, or she's gonna come get you. Yeah. So this better fucking it pay better off. Be fucking pay, it better fucking pay off. And I'm I'm still not over the fact that Linda Cardellini was cast. I know. As the Mexican mom, but we'll see. Because she's my people, right? She's your people. And that, what is happening? The cat's mad about the it, too. The cat's mad about it, too. So we're going to try to hit that. And we're going to watch Pet Cemetery at some point. Yeah, man. And there's some good stuff coming up. It, yep. it Chapter 2. Oh, and good Lord. I kind of want to see Brightburn, which looks yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, it's good to be back. I feel, yep. feel like we're back on track. Yep. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. 